What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. Thank you for coming by, hitting play, downloading, sharing, doing whatever you can to support this sports card podcast that is about collecting sports cards. I'm coming in hot, fresh off of a visit to the Indianapolis Zoo. Sunday early, that's when you gotta go. You can't go when it's nice out on the weekend like Saturday around lunch or you're screwed. We tried to do that a couple weekends ago and there was literally no parking. And I just think about if there was parking, the experience of rocking the stroller, trying to get a peek at the polar bears, trying to fight our way through to see some orangutans, like not for me. So what we do, take a step back, eat our pancakes in the morning on Sunday and say, you know what? The zoo opens at nine. Let's go get a run. So we did that. Saw the dolphin show. We're all happy over here at Stacking Slabs HQ. And I'm hitting record on this after the daughter just went down for a nap. So excited to be here. Big day for me as I'm recording this. We got a home football game. More on that here in a minute. Today, what I wanted to do is cover just collecting transition. Uh, what happens when a compelling event occurs that is outside of the control of us as collectors? What do we do? That happened to me this past week. And I also want to talk a little bit about the process of curating your collection and knowing when and how to sell. Most of us suck at selling. We are collector first. However, know and understand that we need to move some stuff every now and again in order to get that um, card that we desire. So I'm going to share some personal experiences, talk a little bit about this, but I just want to say, man, I love this hobby and it is the ultimate escape. I know I've said that time and time again on this, but I've been talking and I was um, thinking about this earlier this week. I was talking to some other people in the hobby and the more and more I focus in on this and I know that there are listeners of this show that fall outside of this group and I, where, however, wherever you're at in your stage of collecting, wherever you're at in your stage of life, you're more than welcome to be a part of the Stacking Slabs family. But it seems most based on a majority of my interactions, a lot of people out there listening to the show are in a similar position than to me, where every day um, there are tons of responsibilities and priorities um, and things we got to manage and do, whether it's our personal or professional life, being a family guy, taking care of the kids, um, making sure you're, you're grinding, supporting your family through your hard work and your professional career. But I think every day, and why I like to talk about the hobby as an escape, is every day those life's priorities lessen a little bit. And that's where we have a little bit of an empty space where, much like I'm treating my empty space right now, I'm treating it as an opportunity to engage with the hobby and, you know, host my sports card podcast. That's what I'm doing right now because I've got a little downtime, but we all have this sliver of empty space. And I think we fill it with sports cards and it is such a wonderful place to be when we've got a moment in time. And so the focus and the energy and the passion that I get from other individuals when I'm interacting with, following them on social media, 
um, engaging in conversations about sets, cards, players, parallel, talking sports. I think that's why I'm here. I'm here to engage. I'm here to build out a collection of cards that is important to me and nobody else. Yes, we share our cards via Instagram and it's fun to share mail days, but what I'm buying and what I'm curating is not for anybody else but myself. It's t- it's for my satisfaction. It makes me feel good. It makes me happy. And the um, side effect of that is, is there are other people doing that too, and we can all enjoy the curation of our collection. So the hobby is an escape. And I just wanted to open up with that. I think we're all builders. We're all explorers. I think to myself all the time, I can't believe that I'm spending this much time or this much money on cards but it makes me feel a certain way and it brings me uh, grounded and it takes my mind off of the past. It takes my mind off of the future. And when I get that mail day, it grounds me in that moment of being in the present and enjoying sports and enjoying everything that's going on with being a sports card collector. So hopefully you are all having some of the same vibes and feelings and you are stuck in a place that you can't get out of this. We are stuck. We're committed. We're here for the long run because know this, no matter what goes on on the mainstream, no matter what the new narrative is, the hobby moves because of collectors like you. It is the reason why we're all here. It is the foundation. So I just want to say that up front. But what I can say now, I got my cold scare on and it is a little bit of a different Sunday. There's a quarterback change here in Indianapolis. I've been getting a ton of questions about my Matt Ryan collecting and um, I'm going to address that kind of at the end of the episode or maybe in the middle of the episode, but just addressing the situation at hand. I think it's been funny talking with other Colts fans about how they feel. And I want to state this upfront emphatically. Uh, Matt Ryan is a dude. He is a stud hall of fame worthy quarterback, but there is so much about, time and place when it comes to sports and not the right time, not the right place. And that's why it doesn't work out for us. I mean, this starts back in August of 2019 when our franchise generational quarterback, Andrew Luck, walks away from the game. We've been on this QB hamster wheel ever since. Um, And, you know, it it worked out the best in the COVID year with Phillip Rivers making the playoffs and just barely losing to the Bills. And the, you know, Carson Wentz did some good things, but it just wasn't going to be long term. And so the Matt Ryan of it all is, you know, he had three fourth quarter comebacks, but he was also turning the ball over a lot. But the turnovers weren't necessarily just all on Matt Ryan. The offensive line's playing bad. So I think ownership looked at the situation and said, you know what? This guy is not our long term answer. He's 37 years old, probably not going to bring him back next year. So let's, Start the kid, Sam Ellinger, see what he's got. Maybe he can be our guy of the future. If not, at least we'll have the 10-game sample size. and We can draft our guy um, next year in the draft. So that's the situation. That's what's going on. Um, and I got to say, like, man, it's it, it happened fast. I'm going to talk a little bit about my collecting because you know if you follow me or are a listener of this show, I've been collecting Matt Ryan. So we're going to address that because that's the primary. Like, we all go through these moments when – significant change happens that impacts the reason of why we were collecting. So that's what I want to talk about primarily. But I'll say this, I have no idea what's going to happen on the other side of this. But through and through, like I'm a supporter of my team. They're my squad. I'm excited. 
I think there's a sense of optimism just in general that something different is going to take place this Sunday, and we'll see the result. I don't know. We'll see. But I got my Colts gear on as I'm recording this. I am excited because I am a fan, and being a fan is tough. It's it's a sickness in a way, um, but there are the good moments and there are the bad moments, and you just got to it's I think the incredible thing at the end of the day is we care so much and we're attached to that thing that no matter what, we're always there during good times and bad times. I want to say, talking about the community, shout out my man, Michael, MK Sports Cards. I'm sure you all already follow him on Instagram. If you don't, smash the follow button. One of my favorite collectors in the hobby. He just talk about a guy who's building a collection for himself based on certain things, uh, nostalgia, you know, memories. He is one of the best curators on social when it comes to collection building. And I sent out the bat signal earlier in the week. I got my 2014 uh, totally certified platinum gold Andrew Luck BGS 95 out of 25. Posted it and just said to everyone like, "Hey, I know the mirror. the The mirror has the mirror gold version has five copies, and I know a couple people with them." But like, there's some people that I don't have the the other copies accounted for. So if anyone knows, let me know because I'm a buyer. And because I, I there that card was on eBay, uh, the out of five mirror version, mirror gold version, and mirror platinum gold. I I always get these so confused. 2014 totally certified. Go check it out on Cardboard Connection or whatever. There's parallels on top of parallels, but these cards kick ass. I've talked about it time and time again. I love these cards, but the I sent this out and I I send out the bad signal often and it's just like okay I'm building this platform sometimes I can use it to just say hey does anyone know where this card is well my man MK Sports Cards basically just commented he's like slide in my DMs give me my give me your address it's yours so that kicks ass and now I've got both versions of the gold and out of twenty five and out of five and. Shout out my man, Jay Kinney. I know you're out there listening. Day one supporter of the Stacking Slides podcast. He commented, he's like, hey, like something about like, you've got the ends or the omegas of both versions. So I've got the the five of five, and then I've got the 25 of 25, which is pretty damn cool. So I love this shit. I love collecting. I love other individuals who are in it like I'm in it. And Michael's certainly one of those guys. So he is a good brother. He sent me that card and I couldn't believe it. Um, also want to shout out when I'm just kind, nice people, Wax Rivals, Chris Waldron. He just he sent me a just a what's up, thank you. Sent me a 20, 2008 Reggie Wayne Century Gamer um patch with part of the eight on the patch. Um again, it's it's uh I'm looking at the copy right now. It's fi- there's 50 copies of it and it's 50 version. So it's 50 of 50. So for whatever reason recently, I'm getting the Omega copy of Almost every card I got must be something in the air. Kenny Omega's coming back soon on the AEW front, so maybe that's it. I don't know, but just want to thank the community for being amazing. So a couple things here. So I had some auctions going on Friday night that went down on eBay, and I put these cards up. Twenty A lot of them were 2014 uh, Topps Chrome, WWE Gold stuff. I got into these cards a long time ago early and they I got them into them got into them at a good price and so as I think about curating a collection that is focused and scaled down I had a wing of my PC dedicated to 2014 gold 
However, I had no intention with building out a complete gold parallel set. I just didn't, I wavered on that for a little bit. So that left some cards that were really great cards. Like I sold my, and shout out to the winners of these cards. Um, Hopefully they'll be posting soon. I know a lot of them, but the Taker 2014 PSA 10, that card got bought. The Brock Lesnar PSA 10. These are wonderful wrestling cards, but I needed to sell them in order to get funds to move in the direction that I was more focused in. I think what is satisfying about letting go of some of these cards that I really, really enjoy is that I know they're going to good homes, good collectors. I've had substantial mail days as I'm focusing in on Roman Reigns, um, focusing in on rare and scarce cards, being instead of spreading myself thin through a bunch of wrestling collections, I'm getting more narrow, getting more focused. And that affords me the opportunity to say, you know what? Like, I want to go build one of the best Roman Reign collections there is. And so I think by selling some of these cards that I really, really like and know the market really, really likes that I was in on early, it affords me the opportunity to take some swings at some cards when they come. So that's the vibe that I'm trying to explore a little more because it's hard to let go of cards. But when on the other side of it, sometimes there's something that you can use those funds to do, and that's amplify a focused part of the collection. So the two primary topics today is what happens when something significant happens to one of your players at UPC, and then how do you manage it? And then second, I want to talk a little bit about how to decide what cards we let go when. Oh, and then we'll close it out. I I have not looked at it yet, and I love doing it. It's like Christmas um, in the hobby when I put the bat signal out and say, hey, here's a question I have for you, the community. Give me some answers. So I asked the community, what are some underrated sets? And the catalyst of this was mostly this 2014 totally certified. Like I've seen MK Sports cards. Um, I've seen my man uh, Power Wheels. Don't have his handle right here. Hopefully, uh, he's just got an incredible collection. But I've seen some of these amazing collectors out there, and that was inspiration for me to go explore this totally certified set. So a lot of amazing sets, products, cards, parallels exist, but they exist in silos. And so what I asked is, tell me what underrated cards and sets you like so I can share them on this podcast so you can go explore, and that's what I'm going to do. So we're going to close it out with that. Let me dig into this, the Matt Ryan collecting of it all. So my passion, and I've been very transparent about this through all my platforms that I communicate on, is that my passion for collecting is my team, and it's a blessing or a curse. And I've got teams. I'm a Pacers fan. I'm a Notre Dame football fan. But above all else, I'm an Indianapolis Colts fan. By the way, it's been an interesting year, but I sat there and watched Notre Dame Syracuse and it was just, it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. It's like, God, I love that football. So shout out to all you Irish fans out there. And um, I guess shout out to everyone who's like, look, listening to this right now and wants to throw um, tomatoes at their, uh, their podcast player because they hate the Irish. It is what it is. But my passion above all else is being an Indianapolis Colts fan. I'm fully ingrained. I'm fully engaged 24 seven go to the games, travel to the games, read all the content, follow the players, everything. I'm consumed all of the time. I care too much. It hurts me when they disappoint and it carries over into my work week. And I know that is probably something that should be talked to with my therapist because it's not healthy. And I know it's healthy, isn't healthy, but 
Fandom is a sickness. It is a sickness, and many of us carry this sickness into our collection, collecting. And I think that's what's great about the hobby in a weird, twisted way, is that we care so much about this team or this player that under all odds or under all circumstances, we go and we make irrational decisions by buying sports cards that align with them. I am really freaking happy about my current state of my Indianapolis Colts PC. However, it's never enough. There is always this empty feeling because we're never completely content. And I've been dividing, I've been diving deep into one of ones. I've been dividing, and nothing, honestly, nothing has made me happier than reconnecting my with my love of Andrew Luck as a player through collecting his sports cards. Shout out my man, Luke, Memory Machines, Big Luck Collector. It's also really fucking fun to chat with other people who love a player as much as you and collect them. Because people are saying, who the hell else is buying Andrew Luck cards right now? He's not trendy. He's not cool. Well, the people who appreciate him in those memories are. And so this is just isolated to me and my players and my team, but this transcends the hobby. If you're out there listening, you can relate on some level, whether it's your squad. So you enter in this QB carousel that I've been wanting to attach myself to, which it is what it is. And so collected Philip Rivers, and this is stuck. I got a pretty awesome Rivers PC. Pretty proud of it. Got three superfractors. I've got finest runs almost on gold stuff. I've I've just got some really cool stuff. And it's because I really enjoyed that year with Rivers and had found an appreciation of him as a quarterback and said, you know what, this guy's like Hall of Fame worthy. Like it'd be fun to collect him. So I have, and I've enjoyed it. Collected Carson Wentz. That didn't go great, right? And I got out of my wins. I just didn't see I didn't have the same connection. Now <laughs> round three. <laughs> Matt Ryan. Well, what do we do now? So I've gotten a lot of questions. It's like all of a sudden your player that you're collecting leaves the situation for why you're collecting there. And the catalyst and the reason why I was collecting Matt Ryan is because he was the Colts quarterback. Now, the benefit of collecting a player like Matt Ryan is that he's got the career, right? He's got the accolades. Yeah, he might not have won a Super Bowl, but he's done a lot. MVP, Rookie of the Year. He's got the stats, took his team to a Super Bowl. And so what do I do now? What do I do with this collection that I've curated of Matt Ryan that I'm really proud of? I think here's what I got to shout out first. I think this is what I learned that I knew, but only knew more. Matt Ryan is a hall of, or a, a phenomenal leader, first and foremost. I mean, this guy was on the field coaching Sam Ellinger up this week after getting the news, that says something. I think everyone and every report has has been on, gone over the moon and to talk about him as a leader. I like to collect leaders. I like that. So there's that. Hall of Fame worthy. I think he certainly has a great Hall of Fame argument. I think for me, as I'm trying to navigate this, I don't quite have a decision on what I want to do. I think for now, I just pump the brakes a little bit. And I think it's evaluation. I think I need to make some of the cards available to those who that are Ryan collectors who've been there from day one. And I think they can get this stuff and they'll get it at great prices based on the current state and how the hobby works. And But I also think there's protecting some of the cards that I love. 
I think those cards typically are ones that I can connect back to Rivers, Luck, Manning stuff in my PC. The connecting point of the cards you buy and if it can connect back with a player parallel set, they're a lot more challenging to give up. And I think that's the power of the power of connecting is the power of collecting to me. So as I think about this and I'm not quite to any decisions, I, I can say this from a, at the, at a punchline, like I want Matt Ryan to have some representation in my PC based on his career accolades and who he is as a person. But I don't think it's as substantial as I was going out to build and and set out to do um, prior to this news going down. How will this all shake out? I don't know. I'm still trying to navigate this. I think when you think about navigating this and you think about selling cards, that's always where I get caught up. It's like, I think most collectors, including myself, suck at selling. I think we are attached to the cards we buy. I think the best tip that I can offer is answering these two two questions if you're looking to sell something because you want to move into something else. Is it a part of my immediate focus? And if it's a part of your immediate focus, does it have a connection point? Is it a gold parallel of a of prism that you can connect and take a photo because it has three other you have up three other gold parallels of the same year and it makes you feel complete. I think a connection point when I talk about connection points I like to collect runs of certain cards. I like to get multiple guys of the same card. An example, the red die cut out of 2012 Prism. I was on a quest and it all started based on a kind gesture. Got the Matt Ryan. Then bought the Phillip Rivers. Then waited for the, the Peyton to come up. Got the Peyton Manning. Then I just recently got the Andrew Luck. So I got four of those cards. I can take a photo and they all connect back together. So I think having some connection point is really important. When I go back to the wrestling card example, um, I think to me, I was able to let go of some of these wrestling cards that I recently sold just because I'm I'm not building out substantial Undertaker or Brock Lesnar PCs. And I think setting rules and parameters around what you're collecting and what can be sold is really important. And I don't want to, I, I also like, I don't want to not sell because I don't want to put a nozzle on my ability to level up my collection when a card pops out of nowhere that I had no idea would become available. That's, those are those moments of winning time, collecting winning time, where you got to make the move and you got to decide. And so I want to make sure I have the ability to do that. This is always moving. It is always fluid. But what I like to do is just, talk out loud about what I'm thinking and what is going through my mind. Mostly it's therapy to me, but hopefully someone out there can relate or learn a thing or two. I want to thank my man, Jake Roy, 90s B-Ball Cards, for coming on the show to talk about 90s B-Ball Cards this last week. I've been thinking a lot about hoops, start of the season, wanted to shine a light on that conversation. So go back, check it out, follow Jake's stuff, bring in my man, it's got like a quarterly appearance or something like that. But my man, Chris McGill's coming back on the program. There's a lot of ground. It's always like the state of the state of things that uh, there's like a state of affairs that I want to bring him on to talk about. And most of what I want to talk to him about is just like auctions and um, seeing the same cards over and over and talk about cards that do well and why they do well. So we're going to do that on Friday. I also want to shout out my man, Rob Gerard, the sports card therapist. I've talked a lot about therapy and personal therapy and 
finding things therapeutic. So uh, I was m- might as well bring in Rob. Rob uh, recorded with him last week on his show. Go check that out. I want to shout out Rob. He is a good brother. So thanks for having me, buddy. Um, really enjoy everything you're doing for the community and the hobby. Closing the curtain on this episode, but before I do that, I asked you, what are the most underrated sets, products that you want to talk about, give some love to? So I'm going to call these out and call the people who called them out, and we're going to do it right now. 515 Sports Cards, Spectra. Just says Spectra. Doesn't matter the year. I think there's a little bit of a cult following for Spectra in a way. Um, I've heard people call it Fat Prism. I've heard... Uh, a lot of love for Spectra. I don't own any Spectra cards. Now I will say, when I do see some Spectra stuff, I've come close. I'm like, ooh, maybe I should explore some of these years of Spectra. So shout out for that call out. Card subjects to change any and all BBM Pro Wrestling. So we're talking Japanese wrestling cards here if you want to get really down in the weeds. Trading card finds, Top Stadium Club, and Panini Illusions. I heard Kyle on the Wax Museum podcast talk a little bit about illusions and how he was getting into it. So illusions coming back to the forefront here. For 41K, 41K gold flare showcase. A lot of showcase marks out there. I think that's a product that's very nostalgic for me. That's certainly true. Aharm 82, 21 elite basketball green red die cuts. Unfortunate football didn't get the same makeover. I lo- See, I love this kind of information. It's just educational to me as well. Lonnie Skywalker, Riv Collector. WWE Transcendent, hands down. Transcendent's a fine product. I've owned and sold a lot of it in my lifetime as a collector. Cardiac Sports Cards. 2003, Tom's Pristine has such a clean design. Love it. Need to go investigate that a little further. Joey Pulls Cards, Revolution Basketball. A lot of Revolution fans out there. Cardboard Craig, Allen and Ginter. Vol and NC Cards, Justin. 96 Select Certified Premium Stock, Mirror Red. Those 96, I've got, a, that's, a, that's one I've got to save. 96 Select Certified. I definitely have a safe search set up for. Nice looking cardboard. Recon Basketball might be, might be my favorite product in recent years. Love that. LV Sharks cards, Bowman and Topps first edition, Refractor Masters, Top Stadium Club, more Stadium Club shouts, Timmer's cards, Tim, 2016 Panini Infinity, specific to the retired numbers patch set. Go check out Tim's page at Timmer's card. He's Timmer's cards. He's been posting a lot of that stuff recently. Justin ZPC Donruss Elite and Topps Heritage, Tasty cards in sandwich. Tasty Card Sandwich, 05 Leaf Certified Materials. It's what got me dipping my toes back in 05. Wada Shiwa, 05. Court Kings for Active Sets, Essentials, and Vanguard for One and Done. Squint Sports Card Stop. Stadium Club and Finest, man. I, Stadium Club is taking over. Investor Hobby, 08 Tops Unique and 08 Tops Letterman. Rob, Speak of the Devil, Sports Card Therapist. Might not be underrated, but I like the underappreciated vintage sets like 49 through 53 Bowman. Rob's been deep in the vintage game. That might be a uh, upcoming episode. Who knows? Stay tuned. Apocalypse cards. I can't freaking lie about it. Freaking revolution is so 90s. I love that. 
mostly 90s basketball cards, photogenic, cards and cardio, 01 upper deck football pros and prospects, Colorado collector, Allen and Ginter, 90s kid card collector, Crusade. I've been digging the Crusade. I actually just bought a Crusade card that I'll probably post here before this episode goes live. WWE Gelman, WWE Prism, if you know, you know, and you know, I know, sir. MN Sports Cards 12, Elite, outside of 2021, it's Players First Pro Uniform Card Plus, On Card Pin Pal Autos, Drake's PC, 2000s Vanguard Football, and Carlson Cards, Tops Finest, Greater Than Tops Chrome. How's that for some fighting words? You take care of yourself, take care of others around you. Be back, Chris McGill, on the damn pod next or this Friday. Peace out.